the hell do we have going on here? Oh, hey, how you doing, buddy? It's been a while. It's been a while. Let's just jump right in. Sweet. Welcome to episode number 39 of Nerds of Unusual Origin 2022 edition. Nice. I am your host, Steve. I'm Frank. And Jimmy has COVID. Yeah, Jimmy's Jimmy bag of COVID today. Yep. (laughs) Hello, Stacy. Hi. How are you? Well, so my wife just made her debut on the podcast. I did. <laughs> Howdy Bye. doodles. Bye. Bye. <laughs> um, so, uh, Nerds of Unusual Origin is a weekly podcast where we take a deep dive into the culture that is nerd. Yep. We're going to talk about some movies and some shows and oh, a whole bunch of other stuff. Oh, boy. Um, oh, yes. It's we, we took some time off to spend with family. Um, we also, you know, had some holidays coming on and then kind of a bunch of people around us got COVID and it scared us all and we couldn't really get together because I have all the equipment at my house and <clears throat> it just sucked. Yeah. Um, Boy, I'm just noticing that the uh, the front facing camera on the iPhone is a severe wide angle job. It's not that bad. I'm, I don't know. It's kind of it, it. looks worse to me than 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 it probably is. I'm currently okay. staring at Frank's eyes. <laughs> so yeah, we're uh, you know we're recording remote. Uh, I left all of my um, audio equipment at uh, at Steve's for the last time we recorded, and uh, you know under the assumption that I'd just be going back. But you know life's in the way, so we're recording via. Uh, internet technologies so if the audio yeah it's facetime so if the audio sounds a little funny that would be why i'm gonna do my best to clean it up yeah we'll see uh in reality i'm i'm literally posting this as soon as we're done (laughs) (laughs) um so uh, are you drinking anything oh i was (laughs) i was drinking tang (laughs) they still make that (laughs) <laughs> no, well, yeah, they still make Tang, but no, it's just like a flavored, like, water additive. I have a bit of a sinus thing going on right now, so I'm taking it easy on the alcohol and just sticking to water-based stuff right now. Then I will do my best to not have a beer tonight. I didn't really want one anyways. <laughs> on, on, on that note, though, I do have a couple of awesome beers in the fridge for us when we get together again. As do I. Yeah. I've got a, uh, I, I, I want to tell you about this one just because I, I'm me. I have a gin and tonic inspired sour. Oh, nice. It is delicious. <clears throat> that sounds good. 
I also have a, um, I got the holiday pack of Bud Light Seltzers. Oh yeah. Okay. And they have the eggnog flavor. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, what you drinking? Nothing or tang. Yeah. Emergency really. It's flavored water. Really? Yeah. Um, let's just jump in. Uh, I know it's been two weeks, but how was your Christmas? Uh, my Christmas was pretty good. Um, pretty laid back, uh, in terms of, uh, personal gifts this year. Um, my wife got me a really cool, um, uh, edition of Lord of the Rings that has all of Tolkien's illustrations in it that came out this year. So she grabbed that for me. So that was pretty cool. And, uh, I got a new guitar. So, yeah. What'd you get? Uh, I got a, I got a Taylor acoustic. It's been a, been a long time since I've had an acoustic guitar. I have pretty much electric stuff. So, um, yeah, that was pretty sweet. Got a couple awesome Lego sets. Me too. Yeah. But not from my wife. From <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. I got it from <laughs> a, a friend of ours that she, she stopped by to give the girls some stuff. And she was like, oh, you can do this with them. And I was like, that's 540 pieces. We ain't doing shit. Yeah, that's not that bad. It's uh, it's the Mandalorian ATST. Okay. And then I also got a Mandalorian um, Bandai plastic model kit. Oh, that's cool. Never put together a model. I don't know if I ever. I, I mean, I will get to it, but it's it's very daunting. I'm looking at it right now, and <laughs> um, legit models are fun. Yeah, I, I, it looks like it's going to be awesome once it's together. I just, yeah, lots of pieces and me <laughs> don't usually go together. Yeah, I got a, um, I got a final order Tie Fighter. Ooh. So it's like, yeah, the one from the last movie there, and it's got like the triangle wings. Pretty cool. And I got um, the Darth Vader helmet. You know. Because, oh, nice. you know, I, I have the Boba Fett and the Stormtrooper one, and now I've got the Darth Vader one. Nice. And don't yeah, you have so that, the... Yeah, um, that was pretty cool. Infinity Gauntlet as well? Uh, I pre- here's This is the weirdest thing. I pre-ordered the Infinity Gauntlet, yeah. and they canceled my pre-order on me, so I never got it. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I, like, was wondering where the heck it was, because I was in Walmart one day shortly after it came out, and I was and I saw it on the shelf, and I was like, what the heck? I pre-ordered this thing and I called Lego and they were like, Oh, I think it got lost in the system. I never, but, but it never got charged, you know? So oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, cool, but lame. I wish I had that. Something's cool. Yeah. Uh, for me, I, I got a lot of stuff for down, down in the studio. Oh, cool. I got some, uh, ghostbusters art, some Friday the 13th art and some, uh, the office art and nice Dwight Schrute bobblehead. Love it. <laughs> I don't know why I'm speaking so uh, low, but whatever. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. New year's was very laid back. I'm assuming you as well. Yep. Yeah. It, we let the kids stay up till like 10, you know, That's all they could so do. it was just us with the kids and that was it. Yeah. It wasn't even us with the kids. We did a countdown with the kids and we're like, all right, bedtime. <laughs> and then I th- I fell asleep at 10. I think the wife 
out, out like lasted me for the awakeness. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It was a it was a thing. Yeah. Uh, either way, uh, let's just dive right in and touch on some stuff that we have not touched on yet. Yes. Um, we're we're just gonna flat out go straight into matrix the matrix resurrections oh yeah okay i forgot about this i did that that might play into (laughs) my feelings on the movie in general okay um (laughs) yeah obviously you watched it as did i what was yes i did the movie um i think it was a good i mean how long was it two and a half hours yep I'd say it was probably two hours of fan service. I wouldn't the, even say that. And the rest was, I, I don't even know. Like it, it, it really didn't grab me at all. I was pretty bored, you know, which is kind of the antithesis of a matrix movie. <laughs> they're, yeah. they're generally not boring. I will say like, I had high expectations on this movie just because of how like cutting edge the originals were. Yeah. And when you say fan service, I, I immediately went to like 45 minutes of the movie was flashback, not flashbacks, like just showing old clips. Yeah. And it, it, it was so stupid. Like it made no sense to me. Yeah, there was, for me, there was really not a, there wasn't much of a point to making this movie, um, to making, hold on, let me emphasize that differently. There wasn't much of a point to making this movie. You know, if they wanted to make another Matrix movie, that would have been fine. But the movie that got made was not the Matrix movie that I wanted to see. You know, I wanted to see more of a continuation. I understand that that's what this was, but it would have been interesting to see a continuation that maybe didn't involve Neo. The old, yeah, Neo or, or Trinity, you know? Like, they, they, to the best of our knowledge, they, they die. Yeah. Right? Like, they, they were sacrificed to save, you know, humanity. Did they, Trinity die? I thought it was only Neo. It might have been. I, at any rate, yeah. I mean, I didn't need, I didn't need a continuation of the love story because that's what this movie was. It was the love story. And I, I don't know. It just, you know, I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like it, so much of the story didn't need to be there. Like, are we going full spoiler on it? Oh yeah. I mean, it's been, it's a been a while. Um, it, it just like, okay, they died or at least he died. Yeah. And they found a way to bring him back and found out that him and Trinity together could power the matrix on their own. Okay. But if they're too close together, they're too powerful. They're too far apart. They're not powerful enough. So they found an an area where they could be together and then kind of trolled them by making them see each other all the time. Yeah. Also erase their memories. But like the thing that was stupid is like, okay, they're trying to get him back in. Once they get him back in, they're just like, all right, well you're, you're, you're a prisoner now. Yeah, and then basically took everything that Neo was and flipped it because they want because Lana Wachowski is like a woman now. I'm not 
there's nothing wrong with that. But I think a lot of this movie was girl power. Because they took everything that Neo had in the originals and flipped it so Trinity had it this time. I guess, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't I think that the um I think the original movies were always you know, uh they always put a lot of emphasis on the female characters being strong and independent and and oh absolutely you know yeah like so i think they've they've always done a pretty good job with that but it um i don't know it just didn't it didn't land with any weight like to be honest the the other characters in the movie like the crew of the ship or whatever i found them to be way more interesting i did then than Neo. Like I like that that girl, that Bugs Girls character, the the captain of the ship there. She was cool, yeah. Yeah, she was pretty cool. Um I didn't I wasn't really into the Agent Smith reboot. You know? I don't uh, Jonathan like, Groff was not the guy to replace Hugo Weaving. No. It he's just uh, you know who he is. He he's King George. He's <laughs> he's Kristoff. He's Kristoff. <laughs> he is by no means intimidating. Yeah, he really isn't. Especially since like like Hugo Weaving's voice in the movie was so like dead pan, like just very monotone and very um what's the word I'm looking for? Like not scary, but like intimidating. Yeah, it was intimidating. It was like almost oppressive, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, he he was great for that role, but yeah, this just it wasn't it wasn't scary. He didn't scare me. At no point was I like, oh, that's Agent Smith, and I should be scared now. The you fight know? scene sucked too. Yeah, they weren't great. It, it's like. They, I think they put so much emphasis on Neo forgetting how to do everything. Like Neo was a spaz. They made him a spaz. Yeah. You know, like, and I understand that like, you know, they, they erased all his memories. And so he essentially is learning from scratch again, but it made me have very little faith that Neo could get the job done. You know? Um, Um, yeah, I totally get it. The fight scenes also were just like, they, they, they did not look like they were even fighting. Yeah. They, they, you could tell that they weren't like connecting and that's what annoyed me. Right. The camera work was really difficult for me to, to, to watch. Um, I don't really like when fight scenes are like right up inside the, the fight a bit. Cause I lose track of like where I'm at, where I am. You know, if, it was a lot of like, there was a lot of cuts when the impact of the punch was supposed to happen or when the impact, you know, um, yeah, it it just, it was like just bad timing. Like, like the timing of the fights and the way things were like, you couldn't tell anything was connected because be like, here's the punch. And right as it's about to hit, they cut to a different angle of it, Mm -hmm. you know, and and it kept, Oh, no, Oh my goodness. <laughs> okay, so apparently my Roomba is stuck. <laughs> and it's really? yelling at me. <laughs> All 
I'm going to go put it back on its charging dock so that way I don't have to listen to that thing yell at me again. I forgot about it. I didn't even know it was running. It wasn't. No, it it, uh, <clears throat> it runs at night, and then I think last night it was running and it got stuck. Oh, good. <laughs> it happens. Well, <laughs> now that that's done. <laughs> um, Boy, what a podcast. <laughs> Uh, it's this this is us this is this is <laughs> this our is life us. <laughs> oh that show dude have you ever watched that show <laughs> no i've never Every, watched that show. everybody I... dies that's pretty much the the freaking <laughs> plot <laughs> right <laughs> oh all i know is that slow cookers are bad what <laughs> like that's that's the whole thing like um milo ventimiglia like he, he dies you know from a slow cooker yeah, like a slow cooker, like like shorted out or caught fire or something like that. And Holy shit! I didn't even know that. He died. Hang on a second. We're gonna hold on a second, <laughs> honey. Come here. Uh, regardless, I do. Regardless, <laughs> I, no, I, I, to put it to an end uh, in reality like i liked the movie but hate like i no, i liked the journey but hated the story yeah it wasn't okay. good yeah all right Come here. you're gonna be on the podcast for a second okay, okay this is us okay okay milo ventimiglia gilmore girls gilmore girls he dies and this is us yeah yeah how crockpot <laughs> How? A fire. Smoke inhalation from a fire from the crockpot? Last I knew, crockpots did not have fire. It was a faulty crockpot, I believe, and he left it plugged in and it set on fire. Oh, okay. Yeah, also in like the 70s or 80s, so it was like a really old one. Like, I guess the neighbor had given them the crockpot or something. Okay. Ooh, involuntary manslaughter. How did you get onto the topic of Milo Ventimiglia and Crockpots? Basically, because the the, the Matrix movie wasn't all that great, and, oh. and we're kind no, of no. We we. <laughs> the, all right, is anybody shocked by that? The Roomba went off when Frank sat down. I said, "This is us," and then I went that show. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, that's right. <laughs> I don't know. I think of him from Gilmore Girls because I've never seen an episode. I think of, of him from Heroes. Oh yeah, he was in that too. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Peter. Okay. Well, thanks. Thanks for your input. You're welcome. What a riveting episode this is. <laughs> Wait, our room went off or yours? Did yours did. No. Ours oh. did. That yep. turn and put on that stuff? Yeah. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Okay. Good night. Love you. Good night. Good night. Good night. So, sorry. <sighs> oh, boy. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, no. <laughs> no. None of that. Yeah. Pass on the Matrix. Yep. I I mean, watch it. Form your own opinion, honestly. Yeah, like, that, that's true. It uh, wasn't terrible, you know. It wasn't awful. It just it wasn't a very good Matrix movie. No. Good movie, though. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just um, kidding. Um, uh, yeah. Well, all right. So, if you were going to give it a score, if you're going to do the one to five. Three to no, two point seven. Uh, okay, I was, yeah, I'm like a two point eight, two point seven ish. You know, I'm right, I'm right there with you. Yeah, 
it's it's fine. You know, I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it again. Mm. You know, if it's on TV, you know, maybe I'll not change the channel. I have no idea. Yeah, I totally or choose a different thing to watch you on that. <laughs> yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yep. Um. So we have not watched Spider Man yet. I we have, have not watched Spider Man. No, we haven't. Um, I've just, I'm still avoiding all the spoilers and stuff too. I mean, I I know everything that happens just because I spoil movies myself. Yeah. You're terrible. I'm terrible to myself, but I just, I hate waiting. Like if I'm watching a movie on TV, I'm generally on IMDb looking up the plot synopsis as it's happening. I'm not That's even a lying. terrible way to enjoy a movie. It's not a way to enjoy the movie, but it, I my sometimes my attention span doesn't allow me to like fully engage. Yeah. So that's that. <laughs> I um, get that. Okay. Well, let me take the next one then. Sure. Did you watch Book of Boba Fett? I have. Did you watch both episodes? I have. Okay. Same here. All right. What What are your thoughts? You know, how did you feel going into the show and were those expectations at all met? So, all right, it's hard to explain this. I had high expectations that this was kind of going to be like a a nonstop action-y type show because that's what you kind of, not maybe nonstop action, but like, I don't know, you thought he was going to be brutal. Yeah. I mean... And it's basically like him coming out of the Sarlacc pit and then having a heart. Right. Like, I I don't, I don't know where it's going. And I think that's the point. Yeah. I, I was a bit confused too. I mean, I think, I think they're trying to show some kind of like a symbolism with him coming out of the Sarlacc pit completely changed, like a rebirth, you know, like that. Oh, that's a good point. You know, I think that might be, you know, some of it is that like this guy, we think we don't know yet. We think led a pretty brutal lifestyle, you know, being the the son of the most feared Bounty. bounty hunter and then becoming one of the most feared bounty hunters himself, you know, Mm-hmm. I can't imagine that's an easy life. So, you know, maybe maybe this is like a, a whole new turning point, you know? Yeah, I, I just thought it was weird, like, to, to spoil it a little bit. Um, uh, if you don't want to know anything about the show, obviously, turn this show off, watch it, and come back. But, yeah. like, he basically comes in takes over uh, Jabba's throne and then just asks, not asks, he demands, you know, payment from people. Right. And yeah. And he is met with one of the mayor's consigliaries. I don't know what the word is, but right. And he basically was like, the mayor wants tribute. And it's like, no. And right there, you think I like, I was so expecting him to just shoot that guy. And he just didn't. Yeah, right. And I was like, what? That, that's kind of what I was thinking, too, is that he was just going to be like, uh, okay, fine, then F you, you know? In all honesty, the, those two, the first two episodes so far, like, I legitimately expected him to lift his arm up and just take people out. And I was, every single time it didn't happen, I was like, what the shit? 
Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, it's so funny because in the episodes that he was in, in the Mandalorian, he was a badass. Like he kicked Mm -hmm. people's asses. He saved, um, you know, uh, uh, he saved Mando's, you know, backside a couple times. And like, you figured that was the way it was going to be. And in this show so far, he can't even get through a, a, a street fight. Yeah. I, you know what? Like, I, I do want to talk about that. Like I, in the Mandalorian, you definitely saw that he was, um, st- st- stronger, but like you also have seen in these two episodes or at least the second episode that he, he spends a lot of time in the back to tank. Yep. Um, but I think it's cool that you find out where he got the staff in the Mandalorian from like immediately. Right. Um, but yeah, like that, that's true because he, he took on like an entire fleet of Imperial troops in the Mandalorian and this, he could barely fight two people. Right. Wow. I didn't even put two and two together. Yeah. Yeah, and so it was just really confusing to me that, okay, he has his armor back, he has all of his weapons back now, and somehow he's in worse shape. Why? You oh know? my god, I, oh, for some reason in my head, like, this is, this is present day, and this happened after the Mandalorian, what the fuck? Yeah, it's confusing because the show flashes back, like, ha- more than half of the episode is flashback. Yep. You know, now, the the now vast majority of the episode is flashback. Hold on. Yeah, that makes no sense now that I think about it. Right. So all the flashbacks take place, you know, in the events during Return of the Jedi. You know, because like right at the beginning of Return of the Jedi, he gets knocked into the Sarlacc pit. You know, so I'm assuming that the Empire is still there you know i don't know how many how what the timeline is for return of the jedi how much time that actually was um and then all of the present day stuff is after the mandalorian Mm -hmm. so before force awakens you know after the events of the mandalorian so yeah it can be a little confusing to try to figure out like okay what you know which which boba fett am i watching here the only thing that gives it away is all the scars on his face yeah, now now I'm now I'm very intrigued. Like, is he doing it on purpose? Like, I don't know. He, I, but then when he met the Huts or the twins, he, like, he got very like you know, uh, intimidating again. Yeah. So I mean, you already know that this show is going to have some great action. God, I hope so. Because but, okay. The train sequence was good. The train sequence was awesome. Yeah, that was really great. Um, and um, the guy training him that the, the um, oh shoot, what are they called? Tuscan My brain Raiders. is the Tuscan Raiders, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah, the guy training him like he was a badass. Like I liked all those training sequences and stuff. You know, that was pretty cool. Yep, but. Um, but yeah, I think, I, I think it will end up having a lot of good action. I believe I'm kind of interested. I'm interested to see where the, uh, what happens with the street fight, you know, like after Ming-Na Wen's character, like captures that guy. That was another thing I wanted to say is that fight when they were fighting the assassins, 
Yeah. She couldn't take on one of them, but this with um uh Boba Fett, but the second she leaves, she's able to dispatch two of them and then kills one of them. Yeah. Uh, it made absolutely that made no uh, I really hope this isn't like shitty writing because it's going to annoy me if that's the case. It's going to annoy me because Dave Filoni is one of the best writers for Star Wars, you know? So is John uh, Favreau. That's why I'm... And Favreau, yeah. I, so I was listening to another podcast talking about this, and the guy basically said, he's like, this is kind of like Dave Filoni and John Favreau's sandbox when they're kids, and they're acting out their Boba Fett <laughs> adventures, you know? Like oh well, the, oh but Boba Fett learned everything from this and every you know here comes look out here comes a train you know like so so I'm I don't know I, I have a lot of faith in the writers so I'm I'm hoping that it comes back you know because it is a bit it is a bit boring it's not the worst TV I've ever watched but it's um it's definitely not as good as the Mandalorian was in the first couple episodes mm, yeah I, I agree um. So, I mean, we're obviously going to talk about it. We're going to wait. Yeah, we're either going to wait till the end of the season and then give our like opinions on it or yeah. whatever. But like, what do you, what do you hope to see? What do you hope to get out of the, the show? Um, I'm not entirely sure what I want to get out of it. I'd like to see, it would be nice to get some more backstory that was before the Sarlacc. You know, and before the event, the events of episodes four, five, and six. Yeah, I mean, there was nothing. You didn't know anything about him, and he had what three lines in all the movies? Six and a half minutes of screen time, and like three, yeah, like not much dialogue. No disintegrations. So, uh, that's all I can think of. Off the there's no disintegrations, head. as you wish. Um, you know. Uh, what if he doesn't survive the freezing process? He's worth a lot to me. You know, there's there's a few things. And, okay, so this is annoying, right? Tamora Morrison, I think that's his name, the actor that plays Boba Fett. Yep. They had him, Disney had him go back and record all of those lines that are in the classic movies. Really? So if you watch, if you watch Star Wars, you know, on Disney+, Plus any of the Star Wars movies on Disney Plus, it's his voice now instead of the original actor. Really? It's it's jarring. If I mean, I've watched those movies countless times, and I still have the original actor's voice in my head. So when I hear Tamora Morrison's voice come through, it's like, you know, because he has that kind of like New Zealand, Australian type of accent. Yeah. It's very jarring to me because <laughs> it's not my childhood Boba Fett. You know, it's funny is like, I can't, I can't picture the old original actor's voice, but I it, it, it was just an American accent, you know? Okay. I definitely have the, um, the originals on there without the Tomo yeah. Morrison one. Yeah. I think I have the so, steel books of all three. Right. I mean, you got, a, you got a couple of clips here and there of, it was kind of interesting. Some modified footage of, um, Boba as a child watching like, slave one fly away or picking up his dad's helmet after the, his head gets cut off. Yeah. Which is really effing morbid. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you think about it, like 
there's a head inside that helmet <laughs> you know <laughs> i think it's crazy that you fu- like i did not realize that boba's uh helmet was jango's i don't know if it was jango's actual helmet or I- what I don't know. Like, that's the other thing. How did he get his Mandalorian armor? Was it his dad's? Was it his dad's, like, spare set? I read a thing that it was Jango's helmet and uh, chest piece and everything. Oh, okay. I mean, that may, yeah, that's the case. But yeah, you know, you gotta, you gotta take your dead dad out of all that. Oof. I mean, it's not really <laughs> his dad, it's his twin, clone, whatever, what have you, but he was raised as true. his child. Yeah, that's true. Identical. Yeah, it is kind of like an identical twin raising their identical twin. That, okay, this is just getting muddy. <laughs> Long day. Long day. Um, so, but yeah, I, I don't ha- I don't know exactly what I'm looking to get out of it. It's just a little bit more backstory on Boba. Be kind of interesting to see if it ties into the to the Mandalorian at all. So, I don't know. I'm hoping. I mean, it, I I, I do hope it happens and I guarantee you it probably will. But if it doesn't, I'm not going to be mad. Right. But whatever. Um, I'm sorry. I'm not tired. I'm just yawning. <laughs> have you seen Don't Look Up yet? No, I have not seen that. Okay. Um, then we won't really go into it. Uh, I highly suggest you watch it. I want to see it. Yeah. Watch it this week and we'll talk about it next week. Okay. Um, I watched scream like a month ago. I don't remember it. So we're going to have to save it for next week. Okay. Um, I'm all right with that. I did want to go into Massachusetts and new England in general has been like using, I'm sorry. Hollywood has been using Massachusetts and new England as like it's filming grounds so much lately. Yeah. Like, uh, there was a Chris Evans TV show mini series that showed up on Netflix. They filmed it near where I work. They filmed parts of Dexter new blood. Most all of Dexter new blood in the surrounding area of you and me. They filmed in Sterling Gardner. Um, right. Worcester like I it's crazy because there's parts that I'm like oh I've definitely driven by there before I haven't watched the new Dexter show yet oh my god it's good until the end okay it's so like I mean it it, it gives it's better than the original but the ending is almost as bad as the original okay all right uh yeah and and I'm not giving anything away about it, but I'm pissed off about the ending because there's no resolution whatsoever. It just ends. Okay. Like, it, it, oh. but yeah, like, um, what was it? Uh, uh, Castle Rock, Castle something. That that was that mini series that uh, Stephen King had, or the series show. Yeah, I I think it's awesome, especially going to play. Oh, they they filmed some of Dexter and Shelburne Falls as well, and Western Mass. Um, what was the? There was a movie with um Jennifer Lawrence too, right? Don't look up. 
No, no, this was a few years ago. Oh, oh, American Hustle. Yeah, that was all filmed in Worcester. Yep. They, you you know? know, it's funny. It was filmed in Worcester because <laughs> there's parts of Worcester that has a very like 70s and 80s feel. Yeah, it's because Worcester, <laughs> Worcester hasn't been like updated hardly at all. You know, at least downtown. What's you know? funny is like it has now, and the, they yeah. just kind of shot themselves in the foot getting like period pieces to film there, right? Because they they did this uh, revitalization project like four or five years ago, and like seventy percent of the sidewalks in downtown and in like the surrounding area were replaced. Yeah. So it's like, all right, well, cool, <laughs> great. You know. Yeah. Um, Worcester is still the armpit of Massachusetts. So, what? <laughs> it's just Worcester. To... It's not. It's not like. It's not the nicest city in the world. Oh, <laughs> that type of armpit. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. Yeah, I, I didn't I... mean like anatomically. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was I, the way I thought you meant it was more so like um, a geographic armpit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that that that's definitely like, uh, oh God, what the, like Fall River, <laughs> you know, because the the arms sticking out like the Cape Cod hook. Yep, like Fall River is kind of like pretty much right where the armpit would be. <laughs> Sorry, <Jesus Christ. laughs> just kind of true. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but you know, like Worcester's the second biggest city in Massachusetts. It's just what I'm pretty sure it's the second biggest city in New England. Yeah, and and you you're driving into it thinking, all right, you know, I'm going to this this giant giant city. Uh, no. <laughs> you know what's crazy is like I'm uh, I'm a transplant. I came from Western Mass. Like, it, Western Mass was never big to me, but it was big in the sense that like once you know where you're going, like it, it takes a while to get there. You know what I mean? Sure. In Worcester. It's the same thing, but it's not because it's geographically far away. It's like the reality of Worcester is that it, there's like not a lot of things to do in an immediate area. Like things are broken apart. And it, yeah. Yeah. And the worst part is, is like it takes forever to get somewhere because they have the worst fucking traffic lights in the world. This is true. I hate traffic in Worcester. I, I think a lot of large New England towns are like that because they were designed, you know, with horse and buggy. <laughs> you know, like the original street layouts of a lot of major cities are, it's a clusterfuck. It's a bowl of spaghetti. You know? <laughs> so, like, how do you how do you manage that? <laughs> uh, good point. <laughs> no, I totally get it. But no, like, it, it just, the... <laughs> I'm going on a rant here, but like, all right, go for the it. The traffic lights in Worcester are the complete opposite, opposite of what you'd expect traffic lights to do. You pull up to a traffic light that has like a sensor. If there's nobody coming around, you would expect it to turn green. Nope. The other side's going to turn green before it turns for you. It's like, right. why the fuck would you do it that way? Makes absolutely yeah. no sense. But hey, it's Worcester. You got to expect it. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Um, although in Holyoke, there is that one sweet road where like all the lights are timed. I forgot the name of the road, but there's a street in Holyoke where all the lights are timed because there's like 
10 like oh. every block is a is a set of lights yep it's um so, so they time it so if you drive it if you stay at 30 miles an hour you'll catch every single green light it's the road that leads to denny's right yeah yeah um oh fuck i forgot the name of it me too lower westfield road no i, I don't know either way um, but no, I, I definitely think it's cool. Uh, I haven't seen anything filming lately. That's a lie. They did film parts of, uh, Wakanda forever in Massachusetts in Worcester. Oh, in Worcester. Oh, yeah. cool. And they filmed parts of a Will Ferrell and, um, Mark Wahlberg movie. No, not Walt Mark Wahlberg. Uh, fuck. That was another movie. Yeah, The Fighter. That filmed in LOL. Yep. Uh, um, Will Ferrell and John Cena? No. What the fuck? Hold on. It's a musical. I know that. We should ask Jimmy about the Will Ferrell movie. Does he hate Will Ferrell? No, he hates yeah. Elf. He hates no, Elf. He, he hates Will Ferrell. Oh, maybe. Remember the whole Step Brothers thing when we watched Step Brothers? And oh, he was like, yeah. God, I got it now. Upcoming projects. Spirited. Yeah. Ah, it's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, okay. It's, uh, I think it's a Christmas story, but like, singy. <laughs> Otherwise known as a Christmas musical. Yeah, a musical version of Charles Dickens' story of misery. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Anyways, there's a lot of filming. I can't like. There's not much coming out anymore, but it's cool to see. Oh, they did um uh, an honest thief, and they did that like on parts on my mail route, which is awesome. Nice. I, I mean, I I thought it was pretty cool. Let's see what else. What do we got here? Um, I I, I guess we should talk about this, even though I I think it sucks. Twenty. 21 and now 2022 we've lost some great celebrities that's and true it, and it sucks i mean started with john madden and then yep. what new year's eve we lose betty white come on yeah come on betty white yeah i know that the craziest <laughs> part is people magazine comes out with a cover saying Betty White turns 100. I yeah. literally, as a mailman, delivered that the day before she died. Yeah, they probably feel like a bunch of idiots for that one. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, but the one that hits me the hardest is when the one that happened yesterday. Oh, Danny yeah, Tanner. Yeah, Bob Saget. Oh, that, that just, it, it, it's not fun. Yeah, that's a that that's a real bummer. You know, admittedly, I am not a fan of Full House. You know, you're off the podcast. So, so my not my most of my experience with Bob Saget was actually America's Funniest Home Videos. We used to watch that show religiously. Oh, when yeah, I was, me too. Yeah, when I was a, a child, um, I never really got into Full House. Like it was too corny for me. So. Uh, yeah, watching but, it every week, but I understand the cultural impact that it had. Oh, you know, absolutely. my my wife is a diehard 
you know, full house watcher. So I used to watch it in syndication for all the time and got pissed off when they, they replay episodes like day after day after day. And yeah. now they do that with, there's, uh, I think the office, they, they like replay the same episodes almost every day and it's annoying. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So that, yep. Yeah. That was a bummer. Um, it, yeah, like it sucks, but at least like the whole, like it comes in three sittings. Hopefully that's the end of it for a while. Yeah. Right. I don't want to lose It'd anybody. Be. Good. We'll see. Um, to change it, change subjects a little bit. Uh, we're getting into football playoff season. And the Pats are in there. Yes. By the skin of our teeth. <laughs> it's not like, oh, I've, did you watch the game yesterday? I didn't, no. It was I, bad. It, like, they, they we lost, our, the three best players <laughs> on our defense didn't play. Dante Hightower, um, Duggar, and uh, ba 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 I can't remember the third guy's name that was out. And then, like, weeks before that, we didn't have Ramadre Stevenson. We didn't have a bunch of people because of COVID. The COVID protocols fucking suck. Not, I mean, they obviously are doing it to be safe, but, like, it just yeah. sucks that you lose because you can't, like, stop a run or, or this and that. Especially, like, when you need it. But, yeah. I mean, it that game in reality didn't matter because Miami was already out. Right. So Miami had nothing to lose. So they just went balls to the wall. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's true. Um, what did you, what's your take on the uh, Antonio Brown thing? Uh, Antonio Brown, it's, it's extremely obvious that he has CTE. Um, he he gets increasingly more like crazy with the things he does or says. Like, have did you ever see the the massive hit he took in two thousand seventeen? He um no, I don't think so. I, I'll send you a link to it after the, the episode, but he, he literally like he got hit so hard. He was knocked out mid air. Yeah. And just fell and smashed his head on the ground. Well, the grass, but either way, like it was the worst hit I've ever seen in football. Yeah. I mean, it's funny cause I don't, I don't know if it's football related, his problems. I think, I mean, personally, I think there's probably some manic and some bipolar things going on because he can be, his, his, his personalities are very, uh, extreme. So that being said, like everything I just said, people with traumatic, traumatic head injuries, tend to display stuff like that. Yeah, but he's always been like this, though. No, before that hit, he was a lot different. Yeah. Yeah. His his demeanor was a lot different. I mean, he's always been cocky, but the way he acts and the way he, like, does things was nothing like it is now. Yeah. 
it's, I mean, you can talk to a lot of people, especially people who are, are in like neurology and they'll tell you that he like Roseanne Barr. Did you ever hear about her? Like whole, uh, thing. Like she got hit by a car as a kid and that's why she became who she became. She was like a <coughs> avid reader and very like mousy type girl. Then she yeah. got hit by a car and like almost died. Traumatic brain injury. Crazy. Um, well, uh, I was listening to Rogan. He talked about it once with somebody who was friends with Sam Kinison. Uh, you remember that comedian, right? No, oh, no idea. Who that he, is. he died in the eighties, but he, uh, he always yelled. Ah! Yeah. Uh, I guess the same thing. Like he was kind of normal and he got hit by a car or something. And that's, that's, he like turned around and became who he became his whole yelling thing and everything. Yeah. So like that, obviously that being said, traumatic brain injuries changes people. Like, like it's scary how bad it changes people. Right. But yeah, like, I mean, I hope he gets like, I hope he gets the help that he needs. Yes. But at the same time, you know, like I, I hope nobody else signs the guy. Yeah. I, I don't, especially after the podcast he did, I don't know if you read anything about that. Like he, at the next day or two days later after getting cut, he like went on a podcast and he's like, he's like, Oh, I got offered, you know, a contract thing with the AFBFL. And he's like, get the fuck out of here. I'm Antonio Brown. Like I play at the highest degree. It's like, <coughs> you did. Until yeah. You cut from the se- second team in three years. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I know. And then he was trashing uh, Tom Brady and stuff and saying that Tom was only his friend because he, he needed a good football player on the team. Yeah. He you know? started and he started trash talking Gronk. He started like, yeah. and, and it's even funnier that Gronk got a million dollars. <laughs> right. Million dollar bonus. That was the sad thing too, is that uh, AB was like one game away from getting huge amount of bonuses. Yeah, you know, like one good game, and he would have gotten almost a, a million bucks in bonuses. Yeah, you know, I mean, his contract but. was extremely like um, <clears throat> set up for incentives, incentivized. Yeah. But like, he had that ankle injury. He had the whole suspension for faking COVID, uh, COVID vaccination. Right, and like, yeah, I give it to him. But like, my understanding of the situation was Bruce Arians told him to go out, and he's like. Hey man, I don't think my ankle's a hundred percent. And he was like, if you're not going to go out, then get off my thing. And he just, you know, did something yeah. stupid. Right. But I mean, yeah, that's, that's definitely like a unwritten rule in, in the NFL. You know, you, you abandon your team. You're, you're gone. You mm-hmm. know, sure is. Yeah. Um, that was that, a dumb move. all of that. I say go Pats, even though I do yes. not expect them to go very far in the playoffs. I don't think we'll go too far. I mean, as long as we get through the first round, we'll I'll be happy. Buffalo, we can beat them. Yeah. I don't know that we will. Right. But that being like Buffalo, always Buffaloes. Yeah. Like I do not have any faith that Buffalo will do anything, but Stranger things have happened. They signed uh, Cam Newton. 
Right. They 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 seem to find a way to beat us when when they need to. I'm talking know? about the Patriots signed Cam Newton. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but you know, like Buffalo finds a way to win when they need to, so it could it, it could go either way. I think. Shitty thing is, is it's Saturday, <laughs> and uh, we're going to be oh, sitting. Fuck. We're going to be sitting in a the theater on Broadway on Saturday. Oh no! Yeah. So we can't even watch the first round of the playoffs. We've talked about this plenty of times since May, but on this Saturday, seven months in the making. Yeah. Both of our our families, minus the kids, are going to see Hamilton on Broadway. Yeah. And I am very excited, but not as excited as I want to be because I really want to watch that fucking game. I know. It's going to be tough to not check the phone. What time does <laughs> what time does this play start at? Eight. We but we have to be at the theater by seven fifteen. Oh, the game's at four, so we can watch some of it. The game's at eight fifteen. Fuck! I thought it was a four o'clock game. No. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, that's a prime time game. I, so. I have my watch. I can just. <laughs> Either way, um, where? So yeah. we're we're not gonna we're gonna do the movie that we needed like we we didn't talk about for next week. Which one? Scream. Oh, okay. Uh, do you have an unpopular opinion? I know you said you were writing down a couple. I I was, and then I forgot to. <laughs> and then we took a three week break. Okay. Um, this is completely out of left field. Uh, but. My unpopular opinion is that New England brown bread. Have you ever had this? I have no idea what that is. <laughs> okay, New England brown bread. It's it's a it's a molasses based bread that you make the dough. Okay. You put it you put it in a can, an empty can like a the can from your baked beans perhaps. Put the dough in the can put the can in the oven and bake it in the can. And then you can slide the bread out of the can and you slice it. Okay. So you get, it's kind of like the cranberry sauce of bread. (laughs) It it comes out of the can. It's can shaped. It has all the ridges and everything, but you just slice it and you bake it. It's like a, it's like a sweet, um, but not in the King's Hawaiian way. Kind of sweet. It's, it's like a cakey kind of a molasses bread. I like it a lot. Lots of people don't like it at all. And I think it's pretty delicious. So that's my unpopular, popular Um, opinion. I'm surprised you don't know what it is. Never heard of it. Next Mm. time you're in the baked bean aisle, look, it's, it's there. Like B and M like makes pre-made brown bread in a, in a can. And you can crack the can open and slide out a loaf of bread. (laughs) Crack the can and slide a loaf. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's the name of this episode crack the can and slide a loaf <laughs> there you go <laughs> oh that's such let's like it's a double entendre for shitting but whatever yeah i think it's good <laughs> a lot of people think it's horrible so um, you know it is what it is it's a very new england delicacy i'm gonna have to try it but i don't want to <laughs> uh, get the one with raisins in it it's a, lo- a little bit more tolerable you know, you toast it, throw some butter on there. It's good. I'm going to have to do that 
Um, hmm. Yeah, it'll only cost you a dollar for a can of bread. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> it's just fun to say a can of bread. Can I get your best can of bread, please? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you have any recommendations? Um, let's see. My recommendations. Uh, <laughs> not really. I was hoping I could come into it recommending to, to go see The Matrix. You know, <laughs> but I, I can't really give give that a hundred percent. Okay, yeah, no, I do have a good recommendation. I down I downloaded and I'm currently playing Forza Horizon Five, mm-hmm. and it is mind blowingly good. It is so good. They switched it up in a way that it's much more story driven, which is excellent instead of like just keep racing a bunch of races and then things happen, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty cool. Yeah. It takes place in Mexico and it is stunningly beautiful. Huh? That's cool. It's great. Yeah. So, so that was awesome. And, uh, as a second recommendation, um, my daughter got, uh, Mario Kart eight for her switch. Uh huh. Uh, me and my wife have been playing it after the kids go to bed <laughs> and oh, it boy. is excellent. It is such a good game <laughs> and it's a lot of fun and, uh, it's, it's great to like, you know, relive some, cause they have all the, like all of the tracks are from former games. You know, there's a couple new ones, Okay, but you know, just like all the former games, like the original super Nintendo and N64 GameCube, you know, like, all, all those Super Marios make up these tracks, so it's really neat to see them redone. Oh my god! In super high def, you know. I in my head, I I I did not segue between Mario Kart and Forza, so I'm sitting there going, "What? No, <laughs> no." <laughs> oh boy! Oh yeah! Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. No, Super Mario Kart. It's great. Got it. Yeah, yeah it's it's I'm really like, great. Super I know, I know it's not in, like that game's been out for like well over a year now, but it is excellent. Oh, so, I'm a moron. Yeah. <laughs> good, good answer to me saying I'm a moron. Although a Mario Kart mode in Forza would be pretty sick. Is like they do throwing bananas at people. Well, no, like yeah, you could do that, but like um, each Forza Horizon game, ha- or at least the last two, have had different um multiplayer uh, branding involvement so like forza horizon 3 had a hot wheels zone so like you were like racing on hot wheels tracks going around yeah it's awesome going around loops and you're driving like hot wheels cars and stuff if you want to so that was like a download and then another download for forza horizon 4 was lego so nice. all the cars are made out of Lego. The environments are made out of Lego. Huh? Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So I'll I don't know what the Mexico one's going to be yet. I haven't seen it. Huh? I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah, it's great. Um, I have a couple of recommendations as well, sir. Okay. Uh, I found a band the other day. Um, they're called Magnolia Park. They're pop- okay. I know that. I know that name. They're a pop punk band, but they also have like. A little bit of R and B in there. They have a uh, um, little, little of everything, and I, I, I definitely dig it. The only thing that I don't 
like about it is they talk about dying a lot. Okay. But it's like, all right. But the, no, the, the vocalist is really good. Like I, I enjoy it. Um, and then the other recommendation I have is uh, I've been playing Call of Duty Vanguard a lot lately. <laughs> you, I, I'm not bringing it up to annoy you. I know you're having <laughs> No, it's okay. But I, I, it's fun. I find it pretty fun. Mm. So uh, I'm, if, sorry, I'm looking forward to playing it whenever it decides it. to work for me. Well, so. well, I'll have to when we're done with this, I'll have to see if I can help you. Well, I, I have to reinstall it on the system. Okay. So I, I uninstalled it. So basically what was happening and for anybody that, you know, is uh, Xbox oriented, I, I have a Xbox one S not the series S, but the Xbox one S and, um, you know, I downloaded it by a game. Well, no, I bought, I bought the game, downloaded it. And it would only work. Oh, you just flipped your camera around and it, it's it's trippy. Oh God. <laughs> um, it would only work. Uh, it would only load, you know, go through the loading screen. So I'd go through like the beginning of the game when it was it's like, here's your game studios, you know, like battleground studios or whatever the hell. So I'd do that. And I would go to, uh, it would bring up the main intro menu, you know, press start to start the game, and then it would just get stuck on the loading screen. And it happened five times. So I, ne- I haven't actually been able to play the game yet. Hmm. And it's frustrating because I paid for it, you know. We will update you as to whether or not we fixed it. And if we haven't, yeah. uh, you know, let us know what to do. Right. Um, with that being said, we hit an hour believe it or oh, not. Cool. Nice. Uh, I have been Steve and this is 2022. Um, this, yeah. this, this is Frank. Yeah, I'm Frank. And uh, you guys have a wonderful, wonderful life. <laughs> See no, you next kidding. time. We'll be back next time. <laughs>